Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. All right, uh, this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. This is David, a.k.a. Reverse Long. I'm here with uh, All Day Ray from Confessions of a Market Maker Podcast. And uh, yeah, he's here. To, I got like, you know, some like questions and stuff. I've been a longtime follower of his podcast, and I'm just excited to get in get get uh in touch with him now finally I'm, I'm i'm in puerto rico ray is uh all right ray so how's it going yeah where are you at i'm good man i'm in i'm in south florida so probably not too too far from you you know okay um yeah. you know li- living the life down here loving it um yeah man thanks for having me on thanks for listening to the podcast you know i you know I, you know when people reach out to me on the podcast i'm usually like hesitant you know to go on but i was like all right let me check this guy out you know and, and i listened to a few of what you guys done and i and i like the vibe i like what you guys are bringing so i'm like yeah let's do it that's cool man yeah i'm oh, kind of going for that kind of actually you inspired it a little bit you know having that vibe of like uh casual and just having conversations and like whatever you're interested in you know you kind of explore like you go into like crypto nfts yeah. uh micro e-future stocks the whole market maker story uh you even had like mark cuban on there and yep francis suarez and you know going all types of different ways this is stuff that's that's cool and that's going on in the whole space related to markets you know so yeah been a yeah. big been, been uh been cool man been a uh, really cool hit listening to your podcast and especially jj jj's yeah. freaking character over there man so <laughs> yeah, he is man and shout out big shout out to jj man i wouldn't you know I, i'm so grateful like me you were talking about off camera like i wouldn't jj brought me into all this uh, i wouldn't be here without him so big shout out to him man i'm uh you know i'm forever grateful to him absolutely man shout out to you jj the um i like the intros you do bro of him man it's pretty pretty sick <laughs> so so, yeah, so how do you get into the interview like the intros like you just like yeah. It's almost like like a like a rap, you know. Like you gotta just you just freestyle it before you do the the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I come I come with some I come with some jokes. I know, and I I kind of know what I'm gonna say, but yeah, I you know what and um what I like about it too, David, is that I, I it really gets the guests that like I always feel good if I get a chuckle from the guest and it lightens them up and you get the best out of a guest if they're calm, they're relaxed. I think it's good to start on a humorous note too. It gets the audience relaxed and it's like yeah, it's just a vibe, man. It's, it doesn't have to be a I'm not an investigative journalist here. You know what I mean? Yeah, We're absolutely. And we relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like the one of the first episodes that like I was telling you before we started, like I found you guys randomly. I, I recently got into podcasts like two years ago. Like mm-hmm. I usually was an app on my phone. I just ignored and like uh, with my iPhone and I found I started just putting stocks and whatever markets and uh, you guys popped up and I saw like a, a prayer hand. Mm-hmm. With the, what is it like with a pinky ring and uh yeah. <laughs> confessions of a market I'm like what is this yeah, and yeah. uh i opened it up and i still remember the first intro like you said uh he ha- this guy has more uh skeletons in the closet next to his gucci suit 
don't know if you remember that. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, yeah, uh, yeah. I said something like that. Yeah, he had, uh, yeah, he has skeletons in his closet right next to his uh, designer clothing. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Something like it's crazy, <laughs> but um, but yeah, the stories that JJ has, man, it's just in, just wild stories, bro. It's so much really? insight too, you know. So, and I guess what he's like retired now. I guess eventually, maybe I can ask him, but hopefully yeah. in the future. But like, so he's like retired now. So they, you know, so like, it doesn't matter anymore. He can say exactly, exactly. I mean, and that's why a lot of people don't know. That's why, like, listen, like he, the the things he's saying, like, he's not, you know, we, we all talk like, you know, you tell stories, et cetera. But like what he's telling is like, it's, you know, he done these things. He's been involved with people who have done these things. Um, And I I think like just, you know, being a retail trader, right? Like the odds are so much stacked against us. Just kind of knowing what you're up against um you know it's good and like you know listen yeah he has stories for days that's why he don't he don't show his face you know like these things people <laughs> oh, that's right yeah yeah that's he right. doesn't show his face yeah he doesn't show his face and uh uh-huh. you know because people they don't want you know it's not in people's best interest or people from that side of the desk right mm-hmm. um it's not in their best interest to re- reveal these things um and you know this is jj you know this is jj sort of you know that's why we call the confessions this is kind of like his repentance yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you know. you're like you're the one getting doing the confession for him. You know the service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Father <laughs> so, Polly Walnuts. Yeah, that's what I called it. Yeah. Oh, Father Polly Walnuts. So, so do you have like a like a northeastern kind of background or something like a, the mm-hmm. what do you call it? Because like you have like yeah, this. Yeah, I'm originally from New York. Yeah, I'm originally from New York. New York. Oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. then you, where in Florida are you? Do you know I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in uh, West Palm Beach. West um, Palm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So South Florida, man. Uh, and I absolutely love it. So I've been down here for about a decade now, uh, a little shy. And uh, man, I, lo- I love Florida, man. I, I love the the weather, the sunshine, the vibe, the women. Uh, the I like what the mayor, even though I'm not in Miami, I go to Miami a lot. I love the mayor. Like you, you mentioned, I had him on the podcast. I like what he's doing, um, you know, making South Florida crypto friendly. A lot of like firms uh, are moving from New York down here, um, you know, trading firms. And so, yeah, man, it's exciting. I, I uh, just just grateful I'm down here, especially as all this like movement is really happening. It's an exciting time. Yeah, um, I think the Nasdaq is moving to Miami, right? I think. I've 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 heard them like because <laughs> I know they they were getting into it with with the New York government and they were threatening. Huh. They're like, hey, like we'll leave and we'll go to Florida. I, I don't know if they are. I know I think Morgan Stanley moved their desk down here. One of the big banks. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, a lot of them are already located down here. Uh, they already got a bunch of, you know what I mean, offices down here. Um, and, you know, because like Florida's a little more lenient, um, you yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. into these people. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm originally from Miami. I spent most of my life in Miami and like and then I oh, moved nice. to Cal- Yeah. So like I'm really familiar with that. In fact, Francis Suarez, uh, he went to like a I went to a private school for one year, like a middle school. He went to that one, but he's he's a little bit older than me. But yeah, oh, he's, I've always had him on my radar, man, to see like his whole thing take off. Recently, yeah, he's he's trying to yeah. make Miami like the crypto capital of the world and all that. So I was gonna ask you about that. So, so yeah, um, what are your thoughts on crypto? How did how did you get in touch with with Francis Suarez, mayor? Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, cause you even got Mark Cuban on the show. But I think he was talking about NFTs, right? NFTs. NFTs. Yeah, he was talking. Yeah, that that's when the whole like you know, uh, man, uh, had they been in like March, I think maybe February. I, I don't know somewhere around that time. But like the NFT craze was like really. Yeah. Going heavy. And uh yeah, you know, we um, you know, had a had a friend of mine um 
he was the one who got in touch with Francis Suarez and Cuban too. And he, you know, had him like reach out to guests for me during this. And I was like, man, like try and get whoever you can get, like, especially like Mark Cuban Suarez. Cause I mean, we're down here. Um, and yeah, my boy was able just to get in touch with him, man. And, uh, man, that was crazy. I mean, those were great experiences for me. And uh, both of them were like, uh, even off camera, both of them were like, so cool. I mean, sure. Yeah. he was funny, man. He was just, he's just a cool dude. That's why I love him too, man. He's just like, he's not a politician. He's like a hustler. He's yeah, a hustler yeah, yeah. to me. You know what I mean? He's not like yeah. a politician. And so I got the utmost respect for him. Um, and yeah, same thing with Cuban. Cuban was real cool, man. Like, and, uh, just, you know, giving compliments. And so, man, that, that was, a uh, you know, just a great experience. And, um, as far as like crypto, man, like, man, yeah. Like I, I first got introduced, um, like from poker, man. Cause like, uh, Poker in most of the states uh, in the United States, poker is illegal to play online. And so for me to play, I had to go, I had to like deposit and play on offshore sites with cryptocurrency. Um, and so that was kind of my first exposure to it. And so I saw like, um, you know, I guess like firsthand, like a use case for myself. Um, I invested in it, not much money. Uh, you know, I researched into it. I was like, all right, I like the idea. I didn't know it was going to go nowhere. Now, this time around, uh, seeing it now. Uh, you know, uh, especially like, you know, NFTs too. And I know, I'm sure we'll talk about more about that, but, um, yeah, man, I, I love the whole concept of decentralization, uh, you know, for numerous reasons. And, um, yeah, we're here, man. I'm invested in all that. love all that stuff. Nice. Okay. So, um, okay. So the micro E futures, that's what you guys do in the, in the community over there. Mm-hmm. You want to go into that? How'd you get started with that? How'd you get involved? Cause I think JJ is in that community too. And yep. yeah, you want to go into that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So me and JJ started the podcast, uh, two years ago and, you know, uh, as it was going on and we was getting like good feedback, uh, JJ was like, Hey, let's, let's start a community. I mean, there was like demand for people wanting to learn from JJ. Um, and so, yeah, so, so we opened up a discord community, um, and it started off as just futures trading. Um, and as I've got along in my journey, I took a liking to equities. Um, and so we kind of, you know, we made, uh, you know, another, I mean, it's the same community, but now we have an equities branch as well, which like I moderate the room. I, you know, uh, I trade, I, I zoom screen share, I trade, um, answer questions, you know, and just, we just got a good community, man. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, especially as a trader and I'm sure, you know, David, I know you're in the office you with other traders as well. Um, man, there's no point in trading alone. I, I you know, that's something like, uh, you know, it's good to, to bounce ideas, see other people's opinions, you know, things like that. And just have a, you know, have that support as well. I mean, especially as a newer trader. And so, yeah, man, uh, shout out to the community. Have a lot of fun with those people. That's cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely relate with the whole community vibe. Um, all right. So how did you get into trading? And you have like a background in poker. So you want to yeah, give a little insight on that, how you got started with um, yeah, trading yeah. and also like relating poker to trading? Yeah, man, I, they're, they're, man, they're, they're so similar and um you know, I'm ve- I'm very grateful I had the experience of playing poker because I think poker is uh, a degree more difficult than trading. Um, you know, so you know, I always took a liking to poker and to gambling. You know, I, I don't know, it's just just how my family was always playing cards growing up. You know, um, and you know, I took a liking to poker when I was younger. I saw, you know, I dabbled a little bit. My father played poker, and so I always used to sit behind a computer screen watch him play. And I always thought, man, like this is going like people make a living doing this. Like, this is what I want to do. Um, and so I eventually made it happen, you know, uh, you know, not at first, there's some struggles at first, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, but I got to, I got to, you know, I got, I was able to work. Um, but you know, poker, poker's at a point where, um, you know, you have computers that are beating humans in poker now, like the, the, the best, 
uh, human is not going to beat like the best AI in poker or, you know, or computer program. I mean, they've already, they've already been going at it. Um, and so on top of that, you got a, you got a lot of cheating in poker. So people have, create bots that play all day. Um, you got people who are studying these things or someone like myself. So if, you, if you're playing poker at a high level, um, the edges have diminished over time, essentially, is what I'm saying. And so I always had this in my mind. I'm like, man, there's got to be something else I'm going to do. I can't just play poker for the rest of my life. Like there's there's a lifespan on this. And so, you know, just through some research, you know, just being online, um, I was like, man, like I, you know, seen a lot of people saying they've made a successful transition from poker into trading. And so I was like, all right, let me get this a shot. Um, I started trying to network with some people. That's how I met JJ. And um, yeah, that's how I'm here. Now, I mean, as far as how they're similar, man, they're, they're similar in every way, except I guess like the technical aspects, right? Like uh, for lack of a better term, I, I call it, I call it gambling. I mean, uh, trading really is, I know people don't like to say that, but it is like you're betting on the stock either to go up or to go down. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, like we edge gamble, right? I make sure I have an edge when I'm gambling, but it's still, it's still gambling. And so like principles are the same principles apply to, uh, to poker, apply to trading as well, as far as like the risk management, um, risk reward, et cetera, all those things, which, you know, we talk about all the time on the podcast. And so, you know, just having that, um, that experience. And I think poker just being like tougher on the decision-making, you have a lot of spots that are very close, very difficult, where I think sometimes in trading things are a lot more, uh, uh, clear cut. I mean, maybe not always, but you know, I'm, I'm just grateful for that experience and it really prepped me for trading. Nice. You ever play uh, poker with JJ? Oh <laughs> uh, no, he has no idea how to play poker. I, 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 like, gotta, hey, I gotta, yeah. he has no <laughs> I idea. Uh-huh. David, I tried to invite him, man. Like I got invited to this, like this charity poker tournament and it was like an online thing. This was during the pandemic, but it was like a trading, like they, they were raising money for a buddy of ours who we had on the podcast. He's doing a great thing. Shout out to him. Um, Oh my God. Why am I forgetting his name? He, uh, he's, uh, he runs, uh, the organization called, um, wall street bound. Uh, and it's like, it's, it's providing opportunity to inner city kids access to wall street, give them internships, et cetera. And so they were doing a, uh, a charity poker tournament for this. And I tried to invite JJ cause they invited me cause they knew I played poker and like the host, the, like do some hosting for the event. And I'm like trying to get JJ to come and he doesn't even know like what a pair is. He has no idea what the hand rankings. And so oh, I'm like, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, come on, Jay, come on, I'll prep you. He's like, ah, nah, I'm gonna embarrass myself. I'm like, come on, Jay, I'm trying to like, this is confessions, man. I can't just be me. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, but not, Jay, to, he has no idea. He wants man. to pull the strings, man. He wants to pull the strings. So I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. So, so yeah. So, um, how did you decide to make the podcast? You know, like, and how did that come about? Like, yeah, especially yeah. with Jay, like your the relationship with JJ, like, um, like how did you, like figure out a way to, to question JJ or to have him confess <laughs> all the stuff he's done before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it was really his idea to, to start the podcast. Um, and, and I was reluctant to do it at first because I was like, man, like there, there's so many trading podcasts out, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, listening to JJ and his personality, I was like, you know what, like, I think we can make this work. You know, I, let me just come in and not like, you know, not screw it up. Let me, you know, like, let me just come in, ask him some good questions. Maybe if I can throw in a, a funny joke or like you use some in the intro that, you know, add some humor to it, that'd be great. Um, and, you know, man, JJ's, a, you know, JJ's like a, he's just a real genuine, easy to talk to person. So he makes it easy, man. And like, there's nothing, you know, uh, I can ask him anything and he'll, and he'll answer. And so like, he was, he was willing to do it. So, you know, shout out to JJ, you know. Yeah. Shout out to JJ. Yeah. yeah I, I like yeah. the last one. So the Walter Deezer one. 
Oh yeah, Walter Deemer. Yeah, 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 Walter Deemer. Yeah, yeah, that one was cool. Um, talks about I, I briefly looked at the they mentioned the Piggly Wiggly short squeeze from like way back. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah, really yeah. cool that I like I never hear of these kind of like old short squeezes from back in the day, but like you know that's the insight that JJ provides. You know he's able to, and also like, so how do how do you get your your guests like um Walter? Yeah, Deemer Walter Deemer. Yeah, yeah, well, I got a yeah, I got a shout out to Steve. Uh, shout out to Steve. He's he's um he's uh his Twitter is at Beyond the Trades. Uh, he, I mean, he's the one who linked me with JJ, and he actually he works with us as well at Micro E Futures. He does like kind of like the admin work, you know, stuff like that. Um, I've had him on the podcast too. We actually we did a live interview it was from the BTC conference in Miami. Um, he uh, yeah, I, I, he he does a lot of that stuff. So like you know, sometimes if I have a guest, I'll reach out to it. You know, we we stay fluid with it. You know, but uh-huh. like. A lot of times, like he does that stuff. He'd be like, "Hey Ray, I, I think you know," because he does a lot of other business stuff on the side. So he networks with a lot of people. So he's like, "Hey, I could get these this person for the podcast. I can get that person for the podcast." So yeah, he connects it and uh, makes it work. And um, yeah, man, you know, like if, if anyone, if you know, if people can say whatever they want about the podcast, but man, we have a good we have a good guest list. And I don't like. No, it's, it's, I, it's I, I know I can say notch, that confidently. Man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's sick. It's sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what else was I gonna say? Um, Oh, your thoughts on crypto, man. Going back to crypto, so like, do you hold yeah. it? Do you trade it? You mentioned BTC. Yeah, um, man. I, I yeah, I hold I hold it, man. I, I'm not. Um, I you know, and I guess even like you know, to 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 trading, I, I'm not like I'm not like a great like scalper or day trader. Um, I mean, I can do it, but man, I mean, especially crypto because I I really like believe in this like long term. So like, and I like you know, I, I day trade and swing trade equities anyway. So like, I'm not I'm not too active in it, but like I do my research. Um, I'm a big believer in just, you know, uh, the whole concept of decentralization. I'm huge on gaming. I think gaming is like the next step, like, um, you know, uh, like NFT gaming, yeah, crypto yeah. gaming in general. Um, and so, yeah, man, I, I just like dollar cost average into these things. Um, yeah. Or if I see like a big dip, you know, like we had recently, I don't know, a few weeks ago, I'm like, nah, hell no, I'm going to buy some up here. Um, and so, yeah, man, I, I just like, I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a long term and I dollar cost average into it. Sick. Okay, so, and what, okay, so you mentioned like the the racehorses. I think you mentioned it with that poker dude, the, the all time great. What's his name? I oh, 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 Chris Moneymaker. Yeah, 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 yeah Moneymaker. Wait, so yeah. hold on. So that he said it was his real name. <laughs> That's his real name, man. That's what's so crazy about it. That's his real <laughs> fucking name. <laughs> I think he said it on your show. Like he actually like straight up said it. And I was like, whoa, it's his real name. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, you guys were talking about the racehorse NFTs. Yeah. What, yeah. what do you think about that? So like, I'm kind of, so I kind of threw me off. So I was like, okay, so they breed these kind of like yeah. NFTs and there's like a, there's a certain supply of it because of that. It's crazy, man. You know, it's so funny. Like I, I was, I was racing them like right up until we just, we just got on the, you know, the zoom call. Um, man, it, it's, uh, I mean, I don't even know where to start, man. I like, I, I heard about this game back in like February and, um, you know, I, I'm naturally like inclined just to gambling in general, man. You know, I, I grew up going to the racetrack. Like when I was young, like my family always went. I mean, I still go to this day um, down to Gulfstream Park. I don't know if you've been down to Gulfstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I go to Gulfstream all the time. Um, yeah, man, I just I just love horse racing. It's just in my blood. I don't know. I, I went ever since I was little. So once I heard there like a, a lot of hype around a blockchain horse racing game, I looked into it. And I guess like with crypto, I guess like, you know, uh, crypto NFTs, I think a lot of how I base some of my decision making on some of it is like, obviously I do my, my own research. Right. And then 
I, uh, I pay attention to who also is involved in the project as like investors and things like that. And so when I started seeing the people who were in the, the, um, the Zed run, the, the digital horse yeah. racing, it was a lot of people who I actually like look up to and who are like better poker players than me, who are better investors than me. And I was like, okay, like, cause I already thought this was a great idea. And then I see there's other people who I like really respect and I look up to they're in it as well. And they're spending a lot of money on these digital horses. I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to be in this. I already love horse racing. Um, you know, and like gambling's gambling, man. Like I don't see no difference from me betting on a real horse as opposed to me betting on a digital horse. You still get the same dopamine rush. You get the same feeling. And so I was already sold and I was already sold on gaming being the next wave of like cryptocurrency. Um, and so I was like, man, this is like a slam dunk. And so like, I, I look at it as also me having uh part of like exposure to, uh, to NFT gaming and man, it's so much fun, man. Honestly, like I'm doing it all. Like if, you know, when I'm trading in a slow time, I'm, I'm loading up races. Uh, yeah, man, I fucking love it, man. It's awesome. So you, like, how do you do it? You do it from your computer, like your phone or both? Yeah, you can do it from both. Yeah, you can do it from both. Um, yeah. And, you know, you get some horses like, you know, you get your horses and like what you can do is like they, they've modeled it. They've modeled it as close as they can to like real life horse racing. Um, and so, you know, you can breed the horses. Um, there's and and why a lot of people like it. and I like it, too, is like it, it's it's pretty in depth, man. They have a whole algorithm that like determines uh you know certain qualities and so like if you breed two horses together like you know uh you know obviously you, you want to breed two good horses together if you breed two duds you're probably the baby's yeah, gonna yeah. be a dud if you breed two good horses together but you got to pay for the breeding low too right and then but like the females you keep the baby the male horses you have people pay you to breed and so like it's like this whole game is like you can create passive income from the game and i think that's the whole aim for crypto gaming is uh you know what i mean like you're getting paid yeah, for yeah. playing the game um and i see that as like the next uh trend because there's already games going i don't know if you heard of Ax uh, axi infinity it's creating a lot of buzz right now um and like people are like quitting their job you know like in third world countries you know i mean i i mean if you live in like the, the u.s the western side of the world i don't know if you can make enough money uh living off it yet but there's people in like third world countries that like are making a living just playing this game um, you know, getting paid in their like their own coin, whatever. I think the Axie coin, whatever it is. Um, I only take a brief look at it, but I, yeah. I see that as the trend, and I, I already see it kind of developing with Zed Run, like me and experiencing it right now. And so I, I mean, I really love the concept. I gotta get, I gotta get uh, into this a little bit. You know, it's, uh, it sounds like sounds really cool, man. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, and and they're talking about like because because this is like this whole metaverse concept, and so like you have these different games. Um, another uh, coin I'm big on, I, I really like uh, MANA. It's the Central Land, um, and they're talking about like building a race course in there or a racetrack in another game they have. They're developing called Sandbox, and so like people can come up with their little characters, watch the race. Uh, you know, I don't know things uh -huh. like this. You know, so it's, it's crazy, man. This is a whole trippy new world we're coming into. Um, and I'm just trying to capitalize yeah. off it, man. I'm just trying yeah, to same here. I'm, I'm trying to step outside of like what I'm what I'm used to because like even recently since I got back since I got to Puerto Rico, I got into crypto. I never, I was bearish on crypto for the longest, you know. Like yeah. I was, you know, uh, and then like I learned how to trade it. Like I'm right now, I'm short Doge on Binance, mm -hmm. you know. So <laughs> and also like I'm I'm trying to get into the NFT things, you know. So yeah. trying to you know trying to expand my horizon, you know. For me, I, I used to be so close-minded. I just stick to my only bread and butter of trading. And now it's like talking to you about racehorse NFTs and 
gaming yeah. and all that, you know. So, and especially Chris Moneymaker, I think he spent like seventy grand on one of those horses, right? Dude, he did. Dude, so he bought. Yeah, he bought two horses, right? So they're they're called like Z One. That's like the top class Z One Nakamoto's. That's like the most expensive horses. And now it's not a guarantee the horses are even good, right? So he could have just wasted his money. You know what I mean? Because like I got like I got a Z Five. I got lucky. What my Z Five is like better than a lot of the Z Ones. Actually, most of the Z Ones. So there's like an element of luck in this too, as well. But yeah, he. I think he spent close to thirty five k on one horse uh, well two horses together yeah so 70k yeah 70k yeah, two, 70. two horses yeah. that's crazy man so wow so what, what are the price ranges of the horses they're just like very, they're you know yeah they vary? Well, yeah yeah it depends man so like for like a top horse so like when me and chris moneymaker got our horses uh like now the value i'm pretty sure well it depends on, on the type of horse you have right so like so like my horse like so Chris Moneymaker spent 35000 on a horse right now. I don't know how much some of the Z1s are going for because I'm not even considering spending that much money <laughs> on, on a horse, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I already got my horses. <laughs> but, yeah, like, so some of the good horses, like, are going, like, you're going to, like, I would say right now to probably get a quality racehorse, uh, you're probably going to have to shell out, like, 10 k probably minimum. Um, because, I, and I think a lot of people, too, that have good racehorses, they're not even considering selling them right now. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even consider selling mine. I would need a ridiculous offer on the horse to even consider. Cause I just think the value over time is going to be crazy. And the thing like what me and Chris did is like the, the horses we got now, there's only 35,000 in the world and they're not making no more of the horses. And like these horses are, um, they're, they're, they're favorable for the algorithm. They're good for breeding. Like they're called Genesis horses. And so everything after, like when you breed a horse, it's not a Genesis no more. It's like a legendary. And then once you breed that horse, it's a whatever uh -huh. next classification. And so being closest to like the Genesis is like the, the more favorable to the algorithm. So that's why uh -huh. people like Chris are spending 70 K on the horse. Cause if you think three, four, five years down the line, this game gets explodes in popularity. Those horses are going to explode in value. And I just saw, oh, and on top of that, I just saw uh, Mike Tyson just bought one of these horses too. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. The guy, the guy from Entourage, Jerry uh, Ferrara, who I was trying to get on, trying to get on the podcast, not looking good. Um, Jerry Ferrara, he was on Entourage, Turtle on Entourage, and also yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's got a horse too. So there, there's some people, there's some like notable people who have horses too. So I'm excited for it. Wow, that's pretty sick, man. Now, now I definitely got to look into this. Like, I, like, man. So you, you sound like you know your stuff. Like, you, that's intense. So, like, um, yeah, I'm real bullish on it, Yeah, I'm real bullish on it. Yeah, David. I like because this is not this, this could be thing. Everything I'm talking about, right? Like, like the Zed could like not pan out, right? Like, whatever, whatever. But like, if it does, like, I'm making sure like I'm in a good position for. So if this explodes, I'm in a good spot to make uh -huh. a lot of money here. And so, yeah, I want to know everything about it. I mean, that's just kind of like whatever I do, that's kind of how it is. Right. Like if I do something, I'm going to go all in on it. Yeah. Um, and, and I love it. Yeah, man, honestly, like I'm having a lot of fun with it. So I'm, I'm like, I'm real into it. That's cool, man. I got to look into that. All right, cool. So let's start to wrap this up. So, all right. So, um, the future with trading. So where do you see yourself within the future with this, with trading, with the podcast, just with everything going on with markets? Yeah. Yeah, man. Just, just keep, just keep going, man. Just keep doing it, man. Like I, I really enjoy doing the podcast. That's a lot of fun. Um, you know, I really enjoy the discord community that we have. Um, I enjoy going in there, chopping it up with the people, joking around, trading with them every day. Um, I'm going to stay with NFTs and crypto and it's just, man, just keep doing what I'm doing, man. Like I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I'm just very grateful. Um, you know, I'm at this spot, you know, just keep it going. Oh yeah. Cool, man. Um, Oh, bro, it was it was really cool to connect with you over here. Um, we we'll keep in touch, you know. No so, doubt, no doubt. Appreciate you having me, man. All right, Ray. Well, that sums it up. Um, thanks for coming on, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Uh, we'll catch you guys later. Let's see you, Ray. Peace. That concludes today's episode. 
Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.